Welcome to Victorious Living. And so that's why it's important to control your thinking. Now, you could say, a person could say, well, I know all that and I've heard all that, and that's good, that's where it starts. But there's a little bit more to it than after you have heard it. After I have heard it, it becomes uh, then, what am I doing with what I have heard? So I could hear it and never apply the principles of it, but yet feel good because, you know, that I, uh, I say something about it. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. This week, Pastor Cowan shares with us, the gateway of faith is located in the mind. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares the gateway of faith is located in the mind. And so you don't get faith necessarily just because you ask God for it. You know, you, you can pray. I know, I know today, even uh, not, not today, present today, but in days past, I've, uh, people have asked uh, me, and I'm sure if they've asked me, they've asked other people and other preachers, that will you pray that God will give me more faith? And I, I used to be a little shy, but I said uh, lately, you know, I said, no, I'm not praying that. Because that's not, tell, it does not, God does not tell us that that's the way you get faith. Amen. So you don't want to lead them along in error. That's right. You don't want to lead them along, along in something that is not true. Something that is untrue. So if, if I said, uh, well, yeah, you know, without saying no, no, you know, here's how faith works and give them, give them the answer from that perspective. So to deal with our life of faith successfully, we are to realize that our mind is actually where faith is won or lost. Amen. Our mind is actually where our faith wins. Our mind actually can be the, be the place where our faith is lost. So our mind then plays such an important role in a successful walk of faith or life of faith in pleasing God. And so I, one, one time somebody said, well, what difference does it make? God understands me. He understands everything. Well, I'm sure he does. I, I don't doubt that that's not the truth, but he's looking for me to understand what he has asked of me where faith is concerned. So does he understand when I don't move in faith? Yes. Does he understand when I do move in faith? Yes, but the guidelines determines whether or not that I'm actually pleasing God or I'm displeasing God. And so it's important. So what we allow to permeate or spread through our mind, it eventually takes root in our mind and will eventually find its way to our mouth and to our actions. And when we understand these, these uh, what seems to be minor things or little things, when we understand that, we're going to successfully live a faith life that is pleasing to God in the sense that without faith, it's impossible to please God. I can have a loud, booming voice, but if I'm not following the principles 
of what God has laid out in my walk and how to walk in my walk, well, then I become a loud noise where my life's concerned. So right or wrong thoughts are like missiles shot at our mind and our tongue often becomes the gun. Our tongue becomes uh, the gun. So the Bible teaches us that, that, a, that our tongue can be a tree of life or that our tongue can be the demise of our walk with God. Just whatever we, whatever our thinking is, how you think, what you agree with, what you don't agree with, and all of those kinds of things. So missiles, what are missiles? Missiles of wrong thinking is, uh, contains wrong thinking. Missiles shot at our mind are cares of life, worries, produced from the natural. Now, you know that the times that we've been living in for the last two or three years is absolutely the best kind of environment that Satan could bring up against us or to us or around us in order to rob us or steal or kill. Now, one thing we also have to remember is that when we, when we quote, quote the scripture that the, uh, Satan come to steal and kill, he's not necessarily going to kill you physically, but he's going to kill the voice of faith. He's going to kill, try to kill your voice, our voice of faith. How does he do it? put all of these negative circumstances around us, you know, that we're hearing there. They're shooting like a missile into our mind and they're shooting at us and they're coming from every direction in our society today. They're coming from every direction. And so we understand then that uh, those missiles are designed to kill our faith. And so that's why it's important to control your thinking. Now, you could say, a person could say, well, I know all that and I've heard all that. And that's good. That's where it starts. But there's a little bit more to it than after you have heard it. After I have heard it, it becomes uh, then what am I doing with what I have heard? So I could hear it and never apply the principles of it, but yet feel good because, you know, that I, uh, I say something about it. And so we have, to be, we have to be mindful. You know, faith, faith shoots its missiles into our mind. Now, how does it do that? It shoots its missiles into our mind as we continually read and meditate his word and speak from the spiritual side of our life. Now, in prayer time here just this past Tuesday morning, and praying, just praying along. You know, sometimes praying is listening. And so I heard the Lord say to me that when the carnal voice of my people overwhelms the spiritual voice of my people, their faith is on the demise. Let me say that again. When, when I speak from the carnal side. Now, what does that mean? When I speak from the natural side of life, what I see, what I hear, what I feel, when I, when I form my words and speak to those things around me and the sound of that overwhelms the sound of my spirit, of the voice of the Holy Spirit, 
then carnality has taken hold of me even though I come to church and do this. And that's good, we should do that. But I raise my hands, I praise God, but that really doesn't say anything about my spirituality. It does not address my spirituality, it addresses my actions or behavior in the church house, but it does not address my faith. Well, you could disagree with that, I suppose, and say, well, I'm doing it because I want God to see what I do or whatever. But yet if what's in here, what's in here is not connected to what's up here, then the carnal man's voice becomes louder than the spiritual voice. And so the Bible talks a lot about the mind. It talks a lot about the voices. It talks a lot about what kind of voice, voices. There are many voices in the earth, the Bible. None of the voices in the earth is without signification. In other words, it, every voice has a meaning. It's not without signification. It has a meaning where God is concerned. And so God has a meaning in instructing me to speak words of his word or to speak words that agree with his word. Uh, that's what the scripture teaches us to do. This, let this mind be in you, which is in Christ Jesus. So what did Jesus say? He said, I speak what I hear, but who's he hearing? He's hearing his father. I, speak, I do what I see. Well, what did he see? He saw what his father did. So all of this becomes so important in our spiritual life, in our spiritual walk with God. It does not just happen because a person comes to church. But now that does not excuse people from not coming to church. So don't, I don't want you to take me wrong. Amen. But it does not. So oftentimes now because of what we're dealing with, people come to church and don't even hear what's said. Or they hear the sound of a voice, but they don't hear. They leave no less uh, informed or edified than they were when they walked in the door. Simply because they don't listen. They didn't, they often don't come to receive, they come because they want people to see them. Or they come because they want to feel better about themselves. And none of that applies itself directly. Now it is important to come, but none of those applies directly to my spiritual life. But yet at the same time, the Bible teaches us come together as the family. Forsake not the assembling of yourself. What's that for? That's where the family comes together. That's where the family fellowships together. It's like a family reunion. You ever been to a family reunion? You never had any problems with some folks at the family reunion, did you? Okay, moving on off of that, right, real quick. Right, real quick, you know. It's easy, easy, easy for arguments and disagreements to, <laughs> to crop up at family reunions. We don't like this and I don't like that. Did you hear what they said? I didn't never say that, you know. <laughs> you kind of get up here, over here on the carnal side of life. What's that doing? That's blocking you, me or whomever, from hearing the voice of God in my spirit. So here's, the, here's what I'm trying to say. Don't act spiritually when you're not. Can I say that again? Don't act 
spiritual when you're not. And so we can see then that we can do that. Hello. Hello. I'm, I'm getting three amens. But sometimes it's just simply because that we want to feel better about ourselves in the natural, from the carnal side of our life. We just want to feel better. But really has nothing to say about my spiritual side of life and how I should be conducting myself. So our mind is like a gate. Do you ever raise any animals, cows, mules, donkeys? And you had them in a field and there's a gate. What happens when the gate's left open? You know, that gate is there to protect what's in and keep what's not right out. And so our mind is like a gate. There's some things that we are to keep out of our mind. Don't open your, the gate of your mind into what everything you hear. But what you put into your mind from the word of God, close the gate so it doesn't get out. And so sometimes, you know, back to what I said earlier, uh, the things that wants to push that gate open so that the wrong things can get in there is simply the way we think. What we think, what we believe, what we've heard, what we've been persuaded, all of those it's our hope that today's message, The Gateway of Faith is Located in the Mind, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 24. Today's special offer is 24. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.